Hello and welcome to the Growing Green Podcast. Your host, Jeremiah Jennings, is the owner of Growing Green Landscapes in Birmingham, Alabama, and has a passion for growing the entrepreneurship community for those who are young in business. Being a business owner isn't easy, especially in the early years, and that's why in this show we dive into a wide range of topics covering all the challenges small business owners deal with. Even if your company is generating a million dollars or more, the stories from our great guest and Jeremiah's own firsthand experiences will propel your business forward. And now, here's your host, Jeremiah Jennings. Want to make waves? Be mediocre. Be normal and fit in. Dress like them, walk like them, act like them, go where they go, think like they think, do what they do. And once you've neutralized your uniqueness, you don't need courage. It takes courage to be different. It takes courage to be successful. It takes courage to win. People don't talk about people that don't win. If you win, they're going to talk about you. Do you have the courage? Well, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. If that doesn't get you fired up on a Friday, I don't know what will. I was sitting here going through some audio that I had saved on my phone, and that one just stuck out to me, man. It was end of the year here. We've got two full weeks left of uh, time to get in whatever you want to get in here. If you're trying to pad some stats, add some revenue to the end of the season, uh, end of the year, make the books look good, uh, add a little bit more, like I said, revenue to it, then, then now's your time. Time's running out. But uh, that little motivation there, it's, it's something that sticks out to me a lot, man, hearing, hearing quotes like that, just listening to people speak, and uh, you, you have to be different. Everybody, I think, listening to this podcast is different, though. You're different than your friends. You're different than your family. You're different than most of the people around you. And, and we've built a strong community here that I'm very, very confident in. And I think that we can change the whole industry. We can change the green industry. But even outside of the green industry, we can just change our lives. We can change our families' lives, uh, all of our friends' lives around us. And I just think that we can do some really big things coming up in 2023 and years to come. Uh, I don't know how much more that we can give here on the show. Uh, we're trying to give as much back as we can. I appreciate everyone that tunes in and listens uh, three days a week here. It just means the world to me and Savannah, especially with our Marriage Monday shows. Those have been a big hit, and I can't say thank you enough because without the support, without the messages, without things like that, it makes it like, man, is this really worth it? But uh, getting to hear from just few a few of you every week that it's like, man, this stuff really works, then then that's what it literally is all about. Like there, There's nothing else in the world that I would be doing this for other than trying to help other people out there. And so uh, things we've learned along the way, we're trying to give back. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. We're going to give back to them a little bit of what we've learned. So we are actually going to do our Christmas light debrief today. And I kind of teased this, hinted at this in the last show, and uh, we're going to go all in, man. Uh, everything on the podcast that I do, I try to be an open book about. I try to try to really just be an open book. Like I said, I, I don't want to hide anything. I don't want to hold anything back. There Now, there are some things that we literally can't say for the public just because they're personal lives and things behind the scenes, but anything related to the business, for the most part, we try to get it out there, and, and even in our personal lives, we try to put that out as much as we can uh, other than just our safety, but uh, we, we try to do everything we can, and, and that's exactly what we want to do today here on the show is we want to debrief our Christmas light season. So if you're new to the show, if you're just turn, tuning in, this was my first year, uh, first full year doing a Christmas light installation in my business. And so that is something that I wanted to get into last year. I kind of dabbled in it. 
I bought a starter pack last year of all the equipment that I thought I would need, and I did like two houses last year. That was literally like when I say <laughs> I said I got my feet wet. I didn't really get my feet wet. I got I did my house and two other houses, and that was that. That was it. Uh, the first the one house that I was supposed to do the full house. I got too scared when I got there, and uh, we did the front of the house, but that was it. I was supposed to do more, but I was like, I, I, I seriously I can't do this. I was I was too scared. I didn't have the right equipment, and I was just scared I was gonna fall off and die. So. We played it safe last year. Uh, I, I try to, kind of learned the basics. I tried to research, tried to do some stuff, did a lot of research in the offseason as much as we could. Uh, actually bought a course, xmasmentor.com or, or something like that. It's in the show notes uh, below. If you want to get into Christmas lights, It's I mean, obviously it's a little past this year. The season's kind of almost over. But uh, we actually are probably going to be putting up an install this week. Somebody messaged me uh, today about So, um, anyway... That's there. If you want to see more or learn more about Christmas lights, you can go to that course, use the link in the show notes, and it'll save you some money there. Uh, I'm pretty sure it'll save you some money with uh, the the course. But if not, even if it doesn't save you money, it's still a, a very, very good product that I invested in. I paid my own money to do. I learned a lot from it. I would highly recommend it to anybody out there. But uh, so we did that. We fast forward to this year, 2022. We in I don't know. It was probably October. Uh, we got that course. We I, I watched everything on there. Uh, I bought another. Uh, I didn't buy another starter pack. I had some of what I had last year. Some of my uh, bulbs. So I had wire. I had bulbs. I had plugs. And that was and clips that had all that stuff left over from last year. So I used that stuff as far as I could. I, I was I wanted to make it run out, and, it, and we actually got a lot of season out of that. We probably got mm, probably got halfway through, and we got to use so uh, the stuff that we used last year. But uh, we were running out. So well, we, well anyway, that's that's fast forward, and we'll get to that in a minute. But uh, we we got our feet wet this year. For I would say we really got our feet wet this year. We did a total of 13, uh, 13 installs, so it's nothing big. Look, if you're listening to this show, I, I just want to, like I said, this is just going to be an open book on what we did. You can judge me. I don't really care. I, I'm happy with what we did. I think it was enough for us and, and me and one guy, and next year I plan to scale a, a lot more, but uh, for me and, and what we did this year, I, I'm pretty happy, but we're going to be an open book. I'm going to show you, uh, going to tell you all the numbers, everything behind it, what our expenses were, and hopefully help somebody else get into it next year uh, by learning this year. And there's a lot of profit into it. There's just let me just say that there's a lot of there's a lot of profit opportunity uh, that can be that can be taken away from this. So we did 13 installs. There's guys that are out there that first year did way better, way bigger than that. Uh, Rami's landscape uh, up in Albertville, Alabama, about I don't know hour hour and a half north of me. He did I think. Uh, I don't know how many installs they've done, but he was. We were talking the other day. He's gonna put up a chunk of change uh, for the end of the year off Christmas lights, like like a big chunk. And so uh, good for good for Rami and, and everything they had going on there. He had his guys out every single day. Just today, I was watching on his stories, and he had guys out uh, installing lights. So th- there is a market there. It's it's kind of untouched, it's kind of untapped, and, and we're kind of breaking into it more. And we'll kind of dive into that as we go on. So again, we did 13 installs. Guys that do way bigger, way better than that. That's just what worked for us this year. We started uh, the beginning of the year, and we bought yard signs as well. So that was uh, – oh, I need to add that. Actually, I have my uh, expense category here that I'm going to kind of read off to everybody. Uh, but I forgot to add yard signs in. I, I got yard signs at the beginning of the year. Those yard signs got me the most work, 100%. That and one Facebook post got me the most work that we had. Uh, and so – 
we got our feet wet. We decided to put a yard sign out in the neighborhood that we work in, and we did. And immediately we got a call that day. And so we did that house, and then we got the neighbor house signed up as well. Those were our first two installs. And then after that, it was kind of, we just put them up as we went. Uh, we made a few Facebook posts in our What's Happening in our local community in those groups. Um, that was a huge thing for me was was figuring out how we wanted to market. Next year, I'm definitely going to learn. I'm going to do a little bit better. Uh, I, I, I'm going to definitely put out more yard signs. I'm, I still have yard signs left over from this year that I didn't put out. So And... Uh, we're going to put out a lot of yard signs. We're going to use Facebook a lot better and a lot more efficient as well. We're going to uh, actually target our ads and things like that. Find it because the one the one ad that we targeted the right people got me a ton of feedback, like a ton of feedback. So our issue here was our market is pretty untouched. There's not that many people. There's probably five people that I know around me that install lights professionally. Five, five or ten, maybe five or ten. Um, but it's, it's on the low end for sure. So people don't really know what it costs. Uh, it's a newer thing. They don't really know what it costs. I got off that one Facebook post, I got probably 20 to 25 leads, <clears throat> uh, single-handedly, excuse me, single-handedly off that one post. I, I sent out, I felt like every night for three nights in a row for like three hours, I was just sending out quotes. I think I got two of those, maybe. Uh, and so it was a learning process for me. It was a learning process of, hey, you got to figure out what the market uh, allows. That's one thing is like, because you hear people's, there's some people that are getting eight, nine, ten dollars a foot, and there's some people getting four, five, six dollars a foot, and we're somewhere in between there. And so I was on the high end in the beginning. I was like, oh, I'm going to make serious money. Our market just doesn't allow that yet. There's not enough competition. There's not enough, and I guess I don't know if competition would drive the, the higher rate, but people just don't know what it costs. They don't understand. They just think they can get their Home Depot lights for. 20 bucks and throw them up there with some all-purpose clips and be good to go uh not custom cut to their house nothing like that it's so funny you see we drive by and we see some of these houses that have these clips i mean have these uh home depot lights up and they're like they're like wrapped up in a in a uh in a ball on one end because they ran out of space on the house to put them but they can't cut the wire it's not customizable so uh, it's just funny you can see who got professional lights and who didn't? But um, and we won't talk about uh, somebody else who <laughs> who we know that did that. Oh man, I would give them crap. But hopefully, we'll be installing their lights next year uh, in the fall. We'll see what happens. Maybe if you're listening, you know who you, who you are. But anyways, um, for us, that was what we did. We got started that way. Uh, we got a we got a lot of feedback off that post. Didn't end up landing that many jobs because, like I said, I was I was priced too high. People with a mixture of people just didn't understand how much it costs. Period. I did start lowering lowering my price at the towards the end of the year, and I picked up a few more at the end of the year, and that still allowed me to have profit. It was just a little, it was just less profit. I was like, I mean, I, I would still rather just do the jobs, make a little bit less money, than just sit here and not do anything. Now that I've bought all this product and we've got Bailey uh, on payroll to pay every week, so I was like, well, let's just turn a little bit of money and stay busy. So uh, we did that. Cut prices a little bit, picked up a few in the year. But let's walk through. I wanted to kind of, like I said, in-depth walk through what we did. Uh, we did actually, so with 13 houses, we did $6,295 in gross profit. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know if that's good or bad. If you guys that are listening that are professionals at it, you can let me know uh, what how good that is. So on average, that's $485 a house. 
I think most people on average were between six and seven hundred dollars a house but these were all pretty small houses like the majority of these were just one or two peaks and like a straight line across the front that was about it we didn't do any full outlines of the house like ridge lines and all that so that's when you get into some big money but I know there's guys out there who did way more than this. Like I said, there's guys that listen to the podcast. There's guys that I, I helped get into the Christmas light business this year that did way more than me. That's fine. I, I, I'm okay with it. Like I said, me for what we did, I'm happy with it. So we did $62,295 in gross profit between 13 houses. That took us about, I would say, 30 to 35 man hours. I would say that that took us, those houses didn't really take us that long. Each house probably took an hour and maybe 90 minutes, uh, maybe maybe 90 minutes. Some took less than that. So between 30, 35 uh, man hours with me and Bailey there is what that did. And uh, so I wanted to walk through our expenses as well, though. A little bit of what you have to, to look forward to if you get into Christmas lights, uh, some things that we definitely, that you have to have, and then some things that definitely help you. Uh, if you see my Instagram videos, if you follow me on Instagram, you, you can follow me there on, uh, on Instagram at Growing Green Landscapes. Uh, G Green Landscapes actually is the username. But uh, we posted some videos with our Pitch Hopper. And Pitch Hopper is a crazy product. Like, whoever invented that should be a billionaire. Uh, if you're a roofer and you don't have one, you're, you're really kind of an idiot. I don't know what you're doing. But uh, this thing is absolutely insane. I posted some videos of me standing on a 12-12 pitch roof, which is like some of the steepest roofs that, are, that there are. Uh, and I had all my weight on this thing, just standing up freely, and I felt 100% secure. It's definitely it definitely takes some time to get used to like have, like trusting the the device because it it's just so sketchy. Like you're putting all of your weight on one little foam pad with a with a plastic block on it, and you're like, how is this gonna hold me when like on that 12 12? I couldn't even stand up on it. It was so steep. Uh, I I just had to, I had to like hold on to the roof as I walked up it. I couldn't stand up and walk on it. Now, there's definitely people out there who are more skilled than me or roofers that could probably walk on it all day long, but for me, I, I couldn't. And so this pitch hopper saved me. It allowed me to work up the roof line edge and, and feel completely safe without having to do it on a ladder. So I t- I've been talking about a lot about efficiency lately, and like we need to be as, as efficient as possible. We need to have the best equipment in our arsenal that we can. We need to buy the right tools, spend the right money and really try to do the best things we can to be the most efficient. Well, this pitch hopper did that exactly. Like if I had to if I had to get on and off the ladder and work 3 to 5 foot at a time, that's what reach you get on a ladder and you got to pick the ladder up to get the wire under it like it would it would probably double your time honestly if you had to use a ladder and work your way across everything. So this pitch hopper saved me. The pitch hopper uh, two-pack, it was a 24-inch block and a 32-inch block, I think. And uh, it cost me $225 shipped and delivered. And so that was a very, very well worth the investment. But that's one of those things. You buy it one time, you don't have to buy it again for like three, four, five years. I mean, the, the amount of use that we got out of it this year, if we, if we use this, if we use it this much, we have it for every year, and then we'll have it for five years and, and be fine. Uh, now, if you use it way more than that, then obviously you might have to replace it more often. But still, $225 to be to feel completely safe. Uh, you still need to have the right harnesses and stuff. We'll talk about that here in a second. But uh, to feel completely safe upon the roof, that pitch over for $225 for two of them, not a bad deal. Harness, that's the next item on the list. $110 is what I spent on that harness. Just found one on Amazon, highly reviewed. Uh, it came with the rope, the harness, and the anchor. 
thing to to uh, to nail into the roof. I actually never broke out the harness this year. I was never on a roof that I was uh, too uncomfortable with without like having the pitch hopper. I wasn't. There was no roof that I was on that I was like, oh, I can't do this. So we actually just stuck to the pitch hoppers this year. Harness is still in the bag. It was in the truck with me every time. I had it there if I needed it, but uh, I, I didn't end up breaking it out. We just, like I said, we I just wasn't uncomfortable enough. I, I didn't feel unsafe. But it was still $110 could save your life. Like you, you take that, you spend the 20 minutes to remove the shingles, nail it in the roof, then you have it there. So if you, in case you do fall, you're safe. Now next year, if we get into higher, if we get into taller houses and steeper roofs, that harness will definitely be be broken out of the bag because it's still a little sketchy. Like that pitch up, you still have to move it around. So like there's there's points where you're you're on the roof and nothing's holding you. You're just having to you're having to balance there while you move the pitch hopper, but uh, that harness is well worth the investment. Hundred ten dollars, you have a harness that can save your life. Uh, didn't use it, but we'll have it for next year. Timers. So this is something that we included with every light install was a photo cell timer, and, and make sure you uh, mention that and like uh, specify what kind of timers you're going to put out because we had a couple people that were like, oh, it's not digital, and, and I was no, it's not. And in the quote, we say. This includes a photocell timer. A photocell is just, it comes, it triggers when it's dark enough outside, it triggers it. And when it's light enough in the morning, it triggers it to turn on and off. Digital timers, you can set, that's what I have on my house. You can set it because, you know, I'm rich, rich, <laughs> living like uh, living like kings over here. But uh, I'm just messing. Uh, you can set the time, the digital timer, if you've never worked one. You can set it to certain times uh, and programs. So that, like, if you want it to come on at 6 a.m. or go off at 6 a.m. every day and come on at 4 p.m. every day, you can set that for every day of the week. Or if you want it to come on that at that time and then on Tuesday, change it to go off at 4 a.m. but come on at 6 p.m. Like You can change that for every single day of the week. You can program individually. So those are definitely more expensive. So for us, we just say, hey, it's included. Photo cell timers included. You can upgrade to a digital if you want for an extra cost. But nobody really did that. Uh, they stuck to the photo cell. So $200 on timers. That was, uh, I think that was 17, 18 timers uh, we ended up getting. So uh, we got those. And then what else do we have? We had, uh, so that was all pretty much. The, so we went through the safety stuff there. The yard signs were two hundred and fifty dollars. I think that was a rough amount. I don't remember exactly. It was roughly two hundred and fifty bucks for fifty signs. Uh, it, it was well worth it. Like I said, I made that money back in, on one job, and so and I have a ton of signs to use next year. Uh, I think I only put out maybe eight, eight or ten signs this year. Um, so, like I said, guys, there's a lot more potential here. I didn't, I did not use, go to the full potential here. I, I just wanted to, like I said a thousand times, get my feet wet. I, I'm not. Maybe I'm not the maybe I'm not the huge entrepreneur that you all think I am. If anybody thinks that, I, I'm just a normal guy trying to live life, and so that's a big risk. Like I, I didn't want to commit to to commit to stuff that I wasn't familiar with yet, and then be stuck with that product because I had to get product offline this year. I didn't know, uh, but we actually had a dealer local to us that had it here. But I didn't want to like get 50 houses and then and then have to wait on product for three weeks, and then people will be sitting there like two weeks before Christmas and not have their lights up. So. It's all it's it's kid contractor stuff. In five years, I hope to look back and like, man, I was an idiot. Like I was such a baby. But that's just real life. That's where I'm at right now. So that's why we did it. Uh, anyway, yard times two hundred fifty. Cougar paws. That was oh no, that was our last safety thing. Was cougar paws. Uh, so those are the boots that are made for for walking on roofs. They have foam pads on the bottom. Just essentially, it's kind of like the the pitch hopper that foam on the bottom. The Cougar Paws, I bought two pairs. I bought one pair that was like the pro pair, and then one pair was like the, the lighter 
grade pair, I guess. Uh, I ended up wearing the lighter grade pair more. They're just more comfortable. But for super steep stuff, the definitely the uh, the pro pair would be more beneficial. So between two, uh, both the boots, I spent four hundred and twenty five bucks. Uh, but those are, like I said, those are, I want to replace those shoes for 10 years probably because they come, those pads can be replaced on the bottoms. And I don't know what 30, 50 bucks, something like that to replace those bottoms, the soles of them. So those shoes, first time, first year investment. Yeah. 425 bucks for two pairs. It's a little crazy. It sounds like, uh, but at the same time, my life is, is I feel safer up there and I feel safer walking around. And I can replace those pads in, in two years or a year or whenever at a much more minimal cost. So uh, that was all of our safety stuff. Uh, we did. We got all of our clips. So we got metal clips for. We got clips that will stick on metal roofs. We ended up using those. Those were two hundred bucks for two hundred clips. They're since a dollar a clip, uh, but they're very very beneficial. Super nice to have. Just throw up on tin roofs. They're so fast and easy. I wish somebody made that kind of product to, for shingles, like something that would just stick on a shingle the same way the metal sticks on, uh, the metal clips stick on the tin roofs, metal roofs, or anything metal, because you can just pop those things on there and run with them. You don't have to worry about getting a clip on there the right way, making, for their, making sure they're straight. You just pop them on and go. Uh, and then the lights. So we bought uh, between everything, so when I say lights, I mean lights, a wire, blank wiring, um, the wire, the socket wire, the clubs, the the clubs, the plugs for the wire, and the clips. So pretty much everything you need to, to put the lights onto the house. We spent uh, eighteen hundred, nineteen hundred and forty dollars. That was uh, our investment this year, and so that was we have a ton left over. I've got almost a full, probably three quarters of a roll of socket wire left. Our blank wire, we're almost out of. We used way more of that than we should have. We weren't efficient with that. Uh, we'll have to fix that next year. But tons of clips left. We, I've got a, boxes of clips. I've got boxes of lights. Uh, I don't remember exactly how much, what the numbers were for how many lights and stuff we ordered. I didn't look at that. I just looked at the order totals um, for this for the sake of the podcast. But uh, needless to say, needless to say, we have a lot to use next year, and so I, I'm not that worried about. The, this upfront cost, yeah, we, we're going to turn less profit this year, but next year we're already going to have that inventory, and so we're still made profit this year, so it just goes toward next year, we make even more profit. Uh, the sticky, so we use those sticky tabs to uh, hold those, the blank wire, the zip wire that runs from the lights to the plug, or to connect lights to lights on different parts of the house. We use that with little sticky things from Target or Home Depot or whatever you, wherever you want to get them, they're everywhere. Um, we use that to stick on the house to kind of pull the wire taut so it's not just hanging there we spent i think 100 bucks 125 bucks between all those clips we use a lot of clips uh on those things and they're like 13 14 dollars a pack for i think 20 clips so uh, we used a lot of those 100 125 bucks something like that nothing nothing too minimal so total of all those expenses uh all of just the just the expenses for like the actual lighting and stuff was 3600 dollars. so i made 62.95 gross profit uh, $3,600 in expenses, which turns out to be a 43% gross profit, uh, or I guess $62.95 in total revenue, $3,600 in expenses, 43% gross profit uh, was what we ended up turning. And then we had our labor on top of that, so that's not including labor. Our labor knocked it down, and we didn't end up, honestly, if you take labor into it and factor in the 35 to 40 man hours, then we didn't end up turning that much profit for the business per se. Uh, and I'm being honest, like I said, I'm being open here. I'm showing you our, our wins and our losses. We should have made more profit there, but 
we have $3,600 in expenses that really there's probably a good thousand of that that's not going to have to be spent next year or years after that because it's, it was safety stuff. It was getting started. Uh, so, uh, it really, we only had to spend, theoretically, I guess in theory, you could say we spent $2,600. Um, so, we would be up at, I don't know, 55, 55%, 57%. Gross profit or whatever. I don't know the numbers. Uh, I'm not doing the math, but I'm just reading off what I had from my notes earlier. So that's where we were at. Uh, that that was really our our the numbers behind our season was it was very small. Like I said, 13 houses. Uh, we spent $3,600 on on all the expenses and stuff. Now that's not including our fuel, but our routes were pretty tight. We didn't drive all over Creation for it. So uh, I don't know, maybe 200 bucks, 300 bucks in fuel the whole the whole season. So for me, it was a win. We like I said, we got our feet wet. We got into it. We figured it out, and uh, it is what it is. We we could do a lot better next year. I want to do a lot better next year. I'm glad that I that I saw guys doing way better than me. I, I'm probably the least out of all the guys on social media that you see that do it. Rory, uh, Andrew Martinez, uh, Valley's Lawn Care, um, Cochran Lawn Care, Xmas Mentor, the the guys up at Affordable Patio, uh, James Reed. They're the ones with the whole Xmas Mentor course, like Rammies. Every one of those guys are doing way more revenue than me. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. They're doing way more revenue than this. Uh, but for me, I'm just being honest. I'm telling you what we did, and I hope somebody can take this and learn from it. Just trying to be an open book here. So go back to the go back to the very beginning of this episode. Set yourself apart. Be different. Uh, if it's maybe it's Christmas time, maybe it's maybe you're being different by offering this. I know there's people that will make fun of you for offering Christmas lights. They'd be like, "Why would you do that? That you're not gonna make any money doing that." Well, tell them to take them. <laughs> Tell them to take it and shove it because I know people that are going to make sixty grand. We're not going to say who it is, but we're going to make sixty hundred grand this year in Christmas lights. The the guy that Brian Fullerton interviewed for his YouTube and his podcast made making what five hundred thousand dollars almost in Christmas lights. So the money is there. You just have to do it the right way, and that's what we're working on. We're working on trying to make everything better for next year. We want to streamline the process a lot better. We want to definitely make our lighting installs go a lot faster. That was another thing was like figuring out the efficiencies on how to actually install the lights. Uh, Less time up and down off the ladders, up and down off the roof. Less time building the bulbs uh, while we're there. So we got to transport everything. Taking everything down is going to be another. uh, That's going to be crazy. And so I hold on. I take that back. This doesn't include, we don't have our time taking things down yet. That'll probably take us, I don't know, eight-man hours, somewhere in there. These will come down in no time, so I'm not that worried about it. But you also have to factor that into your pricing of the takedown as well because I'm not going to be getting a check when I show up to take them down. We're going to have to, I'm going to have Bailey out for a day taking them down, but I'm not going to, quote-unquote, make any money. I mean, I am. I made it in this, and my, my check's up front, but I'm not going to make anything uh, on the job when we go take it down. So just remember that when you price it. But anyway, this is where we're at. Just trying to be an open book and help everybody out there in any way we can. And I hope it does help you. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening. Like I said, for the past year, it's been awesome. We've got some fun stuff coming up. Uh, some new, like I said on the last show, some big announcements coming. Uh, probably beginning of next week is when we'll talk about that. So y'all stay tuned for uh, everything that's happening here. We're excited for just a lot of stuff coming in 2023. Excited for uh, and thankful for all of the friendships that we got to make in 2022. It's just been an honor and a joy. Christmas cards. We still would love the Christmas cards. I finally got a, got around to getting a P.O. box. I said that like two and a half, three weeks ago that I was going to do that. Finally did it. Uh, anything you'd like to send, Christmas cards, uh, hate mail, whatever you'd like to send, you can send it to P.O. Box 1091, uh, Trust Alabama. 
35173. So uh, I'll put that link. I'll put that in the show notes as well. If you want to go, uh, you can see the, the P.O. Box address. Anything you want to send us, we'd love to keep up with Christmas cards, see everybody's families, things like that. Uh, you can write me letters on how I need to get better and how we need to make the podcast better. Then I, I would love it. I love the I love the feedback, whether it's good or bad. I want to hear it, and I want to take it and, and grow the show and do whatever we can to reach a bigger community out there, so we can continue to grow the community one relationship at a time. Because that's what we want to do here on the show. As always, thanks for tuning in, guys. Check us out on Instagram. Uh, we get YouTube, yeah, whatever. I don't even talk about YouTube because I don't do that much anymore. But Instagram, G Green Landscapes Podcast, Green Podcast. Share it with your friends, guys. We look forward to catching up with everybody here on the next episode. Thanks for tuning in to the Growing Green Podcast. It is an honor to have you listening, and we hope you receive valuable advice to help take your business to the next level. Don't forget to follow the podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops.